everybody, and welcome to this new episode of the Maze Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Macente, and I'm so excited to be here with all of you. The Maze Podcast is more than ever international, as the new stop is United States with the fantastic guest, Helly Werner. Helly is the co-author of the book The Founder and the Force Multiplier. What started with a blog became a book, and now the book has turned into a movement. Helly started her career as an assistant, and whether it was her first professional job as a PR marketing coordinator at a non-profit, or later on as an executive assistant to the principal at a large public high school, she believed in leading and assisting. Yet it wasn't until starting working with Adam that she fully realized how she could harness her natural tendencies into a dynamic and fulfilling career. The episode I made with Helly is entirely focused on business partnership and mutual engagement, and it explores how these are key to be successful in the business. She's now chief of staff after being an executive assistant for more than 10 years. Helly is sharing her experience, her insights, and her feedback working with Adam and partnering in high-level projects which are pivotal for the business. She is able to go the extra mile, and she shares how to bring an added value to the team. And that's what she explains in, the, in her book, available for those who wanted to enhance and foster the business partnerships into the workplace. So happy to have Helly in, in the podcast, and please enjoy our conversation. Hi, Helly. Welcome to the Maze Podcast. Uh, how are you? Good, Marco. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. And actually, you are tuning in from United States. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. Great. So we can say that the Maze Podcast is more than ever international. Uh, so, uh, Helly, I already shared with the audience a little bit of your experience and a little bit of your background. And I really love one sentence that is actually one of your quotes that you put in your blog. And I will be sharing the link also with the audience to let the audience go to your blog and to the webpage. Beside every successful founder is a powerful force multiplier. So the founder and force multiplier was a block. Now it became a book and it's now a movement with its history. Um, so my first question for you, Helly, is of course, that is the setting stone of the incredible journey that you started with Adam, the founder and the CEO and your business partners in, since several years right now. Can you share with us a little bit about your story and how did you start this incredible journey with Adam? Sure, yeah. So Adam and I have worked together for about 12 and a half years now. And I first met, so he owns multiple businesses, uh, many of which are in real estate. So when I first uh, met him, I had applied for a marketing assistant role for his real estate company. And that was in 2010. I applied for an ad on Craigslist when people used to, you know, post jobs on Craigslist. That doesn't happen so much anymore. Um, so I became his uh, marketing assistant on his team. And within about a couple of months, he uh, pulled me into his office. And um, during that time, he had promoted his previous marketing assistant 
to his executive assistant. And so about three months in, he pulled both of us into his office and said, I think you're both in the wrong position. And um, I was like, okay, what does that mean? Am I getting fired? <laughs> um, but he said, no, I think Hallie, you should be the executive assistant. And he said to the other individual, I think you're probably better suited to being this marketing assistant. And we both looked at each other and we were like, yes, hundred percent, that's so true. And so within about three months, I became his executive assistant on the real estate team. And then every year after that, um, we basically started another business. So, um, and my journey just grew with him. So we started a, a national real estate team and then we started a construction development company and, and on and on and on and coaching and leadership training. And I moved from his executive assistant, which I did for about four years. And then um, about four years into our partnership, I moved into the chief of staff role after I presented the role to him and said, this is what I'm doing and this is what I want to do. And he agreed. So then I kind of promoted myself to chief of staff. And, um, and then I've been doing that for, gosh, I don't know, eight, nine, yeah, eight years, seven years now. Um, but really, it's regardless of the position, how Adam and I work together is that I am really just his partner in whatever it is that we're doing as far as the business goes. If he's writing a book, I'm writing a book. If he's working on hiring a new executive leader, then I'm working on hiring a new executive leader. Um, and that's really how our partnership has evolved over the years. We kind of work hand in hand. I do pieces of the role. He does pieces of the role. Um, and it, it seems to work for us because we've been doing it for a long time. And now we, you know, we've written um, a book and we've done a podcast together and um, and we'll just keep on creating and leading people until we get sick of each other, I guess. <laughs> wow, Ellie, this is uh, very incredible. Uh, this is amazing uh, what uh, you shared. And uh, let me focus here pretty much because I would like to uh, let our audience uh, um, focus as well on a couple of takeaways. So from your history, it is uh, very crystal clear that uh, Working together is one thing, but partnering together is another one, right? And uh, you uh, started your career as an admin professional, but you are now a chief of staff. And uh, we will deep dive pretty much on this role later on with another question. So you um, built your career actually with Adam. So Adam was able to be the leader that was able to see in you the potential to let you shine, right? And to be to let you be the right uh, um, professional that you are right now. And uh, the executive assistant or the chief of staff or the admin professional with the leader, they are not just working together, they are thinking together, right? Because uh, as you mentioned, uh, they need to be, they work, they need to work in tandem. They need to be on the same page. And you need to be even one step ahead. And uh, let's go to this when I will uh, make the question that will be focused on the chief of staff role. So yeah, that's amazing. Partnering together is key. Communication is key. And of course, another thing that I wanted to um, share is that you were able to advocate for yourself. So you were able to share what you wanted to do. Uh, just a little insight, because I'm sure that uh, uh, the audience uh, is very curious to, to know about that. So uh, how did you manage that? So were you able to engage him in, this, in such a kind of conversation? How does it happen? Yes, I think it was about three or three or so years into working with Adam, and we were just growing so rapidly. Um, this is personally and professionally, I was just growing constantly, and we were, and I was learning everything that I could. And I realized, and and I am fully immersed myself into the executive assistant world. So whoever was speaking at whatever national conferences, like the top EAs, I would try to go to every training I could go to. 
And the more and more I explored the role, I realized that while I really was doing the EA role, I was doing a, um, some, I was doing a little bit more and a little extra that didn't necessarily fall into the EA role. Yeah. So I started to explore my career options and say, well, if I'm not fully in the EA role, then what the heck am I doing? So I started doing a lot of research about um, the chief operating officer role, as well as the chief of staff role. Um, and, you know, this was like eight years ago where there wasn't a ton of resources about the chief of staff in the corporate world. So I dug really deep into both career paths and it became started becoming very clear to me that the chief of staff role was um, not just where I wanted to go in my career, but it was actually what I was already doing. Yeah. So I that information. Um, I did a lot of market research. I looked up a lot of compensation and salary information as much as I could, because again, there wasn't a ton out there at that yeah. point. Um, and I brought a proposal to Adam, re refreshed the job description, et cetera, et cetera. And then said, by the way, I would like this role, but in addition, we're gonna need to hire an executive assistant to take over that other part of the role I'm not doing. So I just basically pitched the role and yeah. he said, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so you were guiding, right? Uh, him as well in, in this path, let's say. So um, I wanted to focus on that because there are a lot of people that maybe are experiencing uh, such kind of change uh, in job description or in the responsibilities. So it's very important that we, you know, take also these uh, to share with the uh, audience that this is possible. So let's move on, Ali, yeah. because, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to add that. Um, yeah. You know, I worked for a founder and an entrepreneur, so he didn't necessarily know about all of these various roles either. Yeah. And so I can't expect him to be bringing me these career opportunities when he's trying to just build a business and make sure our revenue is 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 growing and increasing. And I think that's the same for even executives that we work that are in a cor more corporate environment. Yeah. They're busy working on what they're working on. Like we have to really take control of our career and make sure that we're creating that path for ourselves too. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you, Ali. So thanks a lot for sharing again. Uh, this is such an, an, an amazing example. Um, so let's move on because I have another question for you. You, uh, we, we mentioned that you wrote the book Founder and Force Multiplier that is now featured and rated highly in Amazon. And of course, uh, when I was an admin professional, I bought the book and I found it very inspirational, especially when describing who is a force multiplier and how to build a great partnership with executives and managers in the business environment. So could you please share with us your insights on this to let the audience be inspired as well reading this book? Yeah, so um, Adam and I are really, really passionate about the whole idea of this strategic partnership. Um, it's not just about being a great force multiplier. It's not just about being a great leader, but it's really helping those two individuals learn how to work better together. Um, and for us, being in a strategic partnership means that you are each responsible for um, helping each other, uh, responsible for helping each other thrive. And in fact, you need each other to thrive in a business environment. Um, it's really important in that partnership to be able to own your own roles and that each person is complementing the other and their skill set. Uh, that strategic partnership means having really clear expectations and constant communication with each other. It means that they're committed to their own personal growth as much as they're um, committed to the other person's growth in the partnership, and it goes both ways, and, and really committed to building trust and respect between the partnership. And... Um, and that, that's what we get most excited about is how do we help these two individuals understand first that they need each other and then two, how do they maximize that partnership so that they're growing in their career and then growing in, growing in the business as well. 
Yeah, so great. And the book is pretty much uh, um, describing, right? It portrays uh, how uh, these two individuals can work together in order to let uh, mm, both of them uh, shine, let's say. So this is uh, something uh, super amazing. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing. Uh, I will be also um, putting the link of the book here in order to let our audience uh, see the book as well. So let's, let's move on, Ali, because I have, a, of course, another question for you. So um, the book is thought not only for admin professional, but also for business leaders and executives who need a great business partner to be successful in their day-to-day -day business. So uh, which is, uh, in your opinion, the most valuable approach uh, that a leader can have uh, to be seen as a leader and to be ready to work with a force multiplier? Yeah, I, I love that question. Um... There's a couple of things. The, the first one is that the leader and the force multiplier, but we'll talk about the leader here. The leader really has to want to be in a partnership. There are a lot of leaders out there who love having a team and like having a staff, but they're more, they just want to be able to delegate something and let that person run off and handle it on their own. They don't necessarily want somebody working next to them day in and day out, questioning them, challenging them, um, helping them with their workload. And that is one of the, the first parts. The leader has to really look at themselves and say, do I want to be in a partnership or do I like to just be kind of solo and have my people that I can delegate to? I always like to think about it in terms of, you know, like in sports, you have people who love individual sports. They like to golf or they like to run marathons. That's an individual sport versus you have people who love the team sport. They want to be in partnership. They play basketball or they play soccer. Well, those are just two different types of um, existing in the world. And as a leader, you need to decide, do I want to play golf or do I want to play um, soccer? And do I want that team and that partnership? So that's kind of the first piece. And it's not for everybody. Like not everybody wants somebody that close to them who's going to be in their emails and working, working um, hand in hand with them. And then the, the other piece for leaders is that they really need to, once they've decided they want to be in partnership, they need to... Um, continue to cultivate that partnership by investing in their executive assistant or investing in their chief of staff, whether that is just time and energy, making sure that you're meeting with them regularly and communicating with them regularly. That might mean investing into their personal or professional growth by hiring them a coach or giving them additional training or helping them identify career opportunities. Um, or it might just be challenging them with interesting projects or making sure that you're inviting them into different meetings and into different conversations. So really investing that time and energy into that individual's growth, because if a leader does that, they're only going to get it back tenfold from their force multiplier. If you invest in your force multiplier, force multiplier is going to invest back into you. And to me, that's that give and take of a really beautiful strategic partnership. Yeah, so let's say that uh, in order to be strategic, uh, um, the partnership should be mutual, right? So it's a mutual commitment that uh, it, it exists between the founder and the force multiplier. Do you agree? I completely agree. Great, great. So thanks a lot for sharing those kind of things because uh, it's very important to focus on these important topics. So let's move on because, uh, of course, now I wanted to um, share with the audience the role that you are covering, the chief of staff. So. This, um, this uh, causes a little bit of confusion sometimes, especially in Europe, because the chief of staff uh, is a very new role. And uh, um, when we mention the role and its frame is not clear to uh, everybody. So 
I what I would like to ask you: What's the core of the chief of staff, and what makes uh, this uh, critical for a company? And uh, what do you think the chief of staff needs uh, to have uh, uh, and to unleash his or her potential? Yeah, the chief of staff role, there's so much conversation around the role and thankfully it's getting so much more prominent in the United States, but around, around the world as well, thankfully. Um, but here's the thing, not every company does need a chief of staff. Um, it really depends, there's so many different nuances here. It depends on the size and scope of the organization. It may, it might depend on the complexities of the founders or the executives world. Um, if, if it's a high net worth individual, they might need a chief of staff because they're managing multiple projects and, and different foundations and investments. So not everybody needs one. However, they are best suited for um, fast growth organizations or highly complex or nuanced organizations where they need um, kind of a center point of and an extension of the executive or the founder and a center point for communication to help manage the flow and the rhythm of the business. Um, I mean, in essence, the chief of staff is working side by side with the principal and helping them um, communicate, organize, and execute projects across the organization and being and helping the teams become very collaborative and making sure that the communication is flowing up to the executive and from the executive back down throughout the rest of the organization. They also, um, like I mentioned, keep the, keep the business on track, keep initiatives moving forward. They might be tasked with managing the OKR process. Um, they're identifying gaps in the organization and helping find solutions where it doesn't necessarily fall to any one division or department, um, and often providing strategic counsel or advice or bringing teams together to collaborate, helping to manage some of the resources, again, often in absence of it falling to a particular division, possibly because the organization isn't um, ready for that yet, or um, maybe it's just a temporary thing that needs to be handled until, you know, until Q4 or something like that. So kind of chief of staff can kind of jump in and, and take over. But again, the role is always a little bit different for every company, but in the essence, but in the, the basics of the chief of staff to me is that organizing, communicating and executing against the executive's vision. Um, and the skill set for that person that to me is the same skill set as any leader. Um, a really great leadership skills, highly honed communication skills, being able to bring teams together um, to collaborate and not just collaborate, but to get them into action um, and really being able to uh, succeed through others. So being able to lead and then succeed through other people, not necessarily just through your own efforts, but through a team of individuals and being very strategic and organized along the way. Yeah, so thanks a lot for sharing. Uh, uh, let's say that the chief of staff is a 360 degrees, a role that uh, uh, is partnering with the principal, with the executive, but at the same time, uh, is not just an operational role, but is very strategic. So he, he or she, being a, C, a chief of staff, uh, should understand uh, the business inside out in order to be able to, you know, partner uh, with, the, uh, with the leader, with the executive, and make sure that uh, the partnership and the business uh, um, um, can be run uh, in the very good way. So let's say that uh, knowledge and also strategic um, and, uh, and business acumen and uh, strategic thinking are also uh, skills that the chief of staff uh, needs, right, in order to to be successful. Yes, de absolutely, definitely. So thanks a lot, Heli, for this contribution. Now, 
let's move on on my last question uh, because of course uh, we have pretty much uh, described uh, the role and uh, to be a chief of staff uh, a person should be also purposeful, right? You are so purposeful, Heli, and you've achieved a great outcome with the book and with the podcast as well. So that's great. My last question for you is, what goes next for you, Heli? Yeah, um, great question too. Um, so Adam and I are working on, uh, well, a couple of different things. We are working on another book right now that should be out later this year called The 200% Life. We are also working on launching a Founder and Force Multiplier course a bit later this year that will be a little bit geared more towards the Force Multiplier community, but we are very excited to be able to bring that additional content to our community. Um, and then we've got a couple other book ideas that we're tossing around. We're going to continue growing our podcast. We have two podcasts, so continue to work on, work on growing those. And then, you know, I'm just going to keep reading as much as I possibly can in my free time and... Uh, <laughs> Reading, writing, learning, that's, that's what we've got planned. <laughs> Wow. So thanks a lot for sharing also these uh, um, uh, ideas and uh, uh, those kind of things that you have in your agenda for 2023. So thanks a lot, Heli. Uh, it has been a pleasure to meet you. Actually, this is uh, our first conversation online. Let's hope uh, to meet together in person because uh, who knows, uh, maybe I will, I will come to US uh, in your area or you will come to Italy, who knows, uh, in a next event or uh, for business, uh, who knows. And uh, so I want to thank you because I know that you're very busy for the time that you did it has been a pleasure to um, to have you as a guest in the Maze podcast. I wish you all the best and looking forward to speaking to you again. Bye. Bye.